honest information about living a healthy lifestyle on RadioMD.com. It's time for Naturally Savvy with natural visionary Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. I'm Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky. So many of us come from dysfunctional families, and I never thought about family trauma being inherited. I always thought, well, you know, you just have your parents and they're acting out from what they knew. And hopefully, you know, you can change your own behavior, raise your kids differently and things like that. But I really had my eyes open when I read Mark Wollen's book, It Didn't Start With You, How Inherited Family Trauma Shapes Who We Are and How to End the Cycle. Mark, hello. Welcome to Naturally Savvy. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, you know, I'd like to hear more about what that means exactly. Like, let's say my mother lost her mother, uh, or my, excuse me, my mother's mother lost her mother when she was four, and how that shaped my grandmother, and then how in that turn my mother inherited some of that trauma, and then how in turn I inherited that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, these these traumas, they change us literally. They cause a chemical change in, in our DNA that can affect the way our genes function, sometimes for generations. So when we go to have kids, they don't come with a clean hard drive. There's an operating system already in place, one that contains the fallout from our traumas, our parents' traumas, our grandparents' traumas. And then we're born, or our kids are born, we're those kids too, um, with fears and feelings that don't always belong to us. We inherit them, which is why I wrote the book, so we can make these links and then we can break the cycle. How many generations does that cycle last for? Well, there's interesting studies that have just come out uh, the last couple years in Emory Medical in Atlanta where they talk about three generations. Um, They traumatize mice. Every time mice would have uh, uh, experience a smell, they'd electrically shock them. And then what they found is these mice had large receptors in the large areas of the brain where they could detect the smell at lesser concentrations. Basically, the brains were epigenetically preparing themselves to be protected by smelling this concentration at, at less volumes and there changes in the blood and the sperm. But what they found in the next two generations was startling. They found that the mice, all they had to do was to smell that cherry blossom scent and not receive the shock, just the smell. And they went into the trauma response. And they found that for three generations. But the mice, interestingly enough, in the third generations, did not have the physiologic changes. So they, the researchers determined that we're looking at a three-generational link, but possibly not beyond that. You know, it's interesting. I, I was mentioning earlier that my mother is a child of survivors, and my, both my grandparents and my f- father's parents as well were survivors of the Holocaust, and my mother's life's work over the past 30 years has really been to helping people heal from trauma, and uh, specifically, you know, from war, and basically wrote a book on it. So very similar, I mean, I think you guys would be, would get along great, because (laughs) the work that both of you do is really incredible, and I'm definitely going to introduce you. But I mean, talk a little bit about, you know, for survivors of 9-11, and survivors of other, you know, obviously not necessarily war, but really victims of severe trauma. You know, how do they heal? Much of the research that's, that we know is based on um, survivors of some sort, war veterans, Holocaust survivors, the children born of 9-11. The children are all having the same trauma symptoms as the parents, specifically the low levels of cortisol. This centers around the, 
of great work done by Rachel Yehuda, the neuroscientist out of Mount Sinai Medical. She says that you and I are three times more likely to have post-traumatic stress disorder if one of our parents had PTSD. And as a result, we're likely to suffer with depression or anxiety. Just last year, she did this, well, the results of a study that she did were in biological psychiatry. She found that Holocaust survivors and their children have the exact same gene changes in the exact same part of the same gene. Um, How we heal? Um, well, we, to heal, we, ha- we need to experience something powerful enough to override the old trauma response, that l- this response that lives in so many of us. Um, and then we need to practice the new feelings of this experience. The, mm-hmm. the idea with the new neuroscience is to steal traction away from our highly efficient trauma cycle that keeps us in a state of suffering. So we need to do practices that engage the prefrontal cortex, like um, mindfulness, meditation, visualization, feeling visceral um, connections in our body, making the link. Uh, I teach how to do this in the book, how to uh, get new neural pathways to be laid down in our brains so our brains can really change. And all the new research shows now that we can change our brains. So it's, it's interesting to hear you say that. And I guess through, thing, you know, through therapies like cognitive behavior therapy as well, I mean, anything that's going to basically that reshape engage, it, is that it? Anything that, engage, that pulls um, energy away from that trauma part of our brain, the limbic system response, and moves us into the prefrontal cortex, yes. You know, in the book, you talk about uh, shaking the family tree. What does that mean, and, and how can we do that? Okay. M- many of us have no clue. We don't make the links, and we suffer thinking that we're the cause of the anxieties that we can't explain or the sudden onset anxiety when we'll reach the same age that someone in a past generation experienced a difficulty or the depression we never get to the bottom of or the OCD, the thoughts. And I, I tell people it's important we need to know what happens so we can make the link. So when I talk about shaking the family tree, what family secrets have been hidden or what, what stories didn't get told or what traumas never healed all the way? It's important to know these things, especially if we're unconsciously reliving elements of traumas that don't belong to us. I find that if we ignore the past, it can come back to haunt us. But if we explore it, we don't have to repeat it. We can break these destructive patterns. And would you say, you know, Mark, would you say that a lot of the trauma is based like PTSD, anxiety? Like, is it really around that? Like, what are, I guess, the side effects that people, that you see within those three generations that people are experiencing having been victims of trauma? A lot of the research is on depression and anxiety and what they're calling secondary PTSD. I, I once worked with this guy. Um, he was, he, he would, couldn't go anywhere new. He would black, he, he would black out whenever he'd go to a new place. Literally, he couldn't go to the neighborhood next door. And then he dropped the bomb and he told me that 74 members of his family died in the Holocaust. They were literally taken somewhere new to a concentration camp where they were murdered. Now, he knew about this connection, but he had never made the link 
that he was carrying aspects of it. And it was important to make that link. Then he could heal it. Hmm. I think it's, I mean, this work is fascinating. I'm sure you have so many stories. I mean, we have about a minute left. Can you share one other story for people to hear from you? I, I can. I, I talked about when we reach a certain age or hit a certain milestone, sometimes we can see this generational reliving. I once worked with a woman. She was consumed with anxiety. Um, as, she, as soon as she became a new mother, not before that, but when she's pregnant and becoming a new mother, asking her a few of the questions I outline in the book, we discovered that she had a terrible fear of harming her baby. I asked her if anyone in her family had ever harmed a baby, and she said, no. And then she said, oh, my God, my grandmother, as a young woman, accidentally started a fire and couldn't get her baby out of the house, and we were never allowed oh to talk God. about it. And in that moment, she made the link that she had inherited this feeling from her grandmother, and it didn't start until she became a new mother as well. And, you know, that's the title of my book. It, it didn't start with you, because a lot of times it does not start with us. Wow. Mark, very fascinating information. And, uh, you know, I th- for all of you, I definitely recommend It Didn't Start With You, How inherited, inherited Family Trauma Shapes Who We Are and How to End the Cycle. Check it out. I'm Andrew Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio. Stay well. Stay well.